What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the New York Minute. I'm your host, Burson, and today, after an extended break from the podcast due to real-life stuff going on, midterms just wrapped up, looking towards final exams and things like that, we're getting into some second-chance deck lists here on the show as we approach the end of the year. I have for you a deck I was playing not too long ago, Ultimate Spider-Man. We're going to break down the character. We're going to talk about him, strengths, weaknesses, and I have a deck list for y'all today. So let's go. No time to waste. Spider-Man, that is double mantle Spider-Man, is a spider friend. Three, four, five health at level one. He has healing factor. During the main, you pay a green. Heal a wound from Ultimate Spider-Man. The ultimate experience. Level up three. After you heal a wound from Ultimate Spider-Man, he gains XP equal to the number of wounds he has left. So if you heal from two wounds to one, you'll gain one XP. If you go from four to three, you'll level up instantly. At level two, Ultimate Spider-Man is now a 7-7 with five health. He now has climb. At the start of your main phase, you may exhaust a location on your side. If you do, put a plus one plus one counter on Ultimate Spider-Man. He also has the Oz formula. When Ultimate Spider-Man gets KO'd, you will not lose the game until the end of your next turn. When a friends and family character appears on your side, put Ultimate Spider-Man onto your side with one remaining health. Let's get to the deck list. So, for Ultimate Spider-Man in second chance format, we have four Prowler, the three legal friends and family, Uncle Ben, Harry Osborne, and Gwen Stacy. Four Storm, four Bullseye, three Patriot, three Green Goblin, three Mantle Daredevil, three Ultra Girl, three Hulkling, two She-Hulk, two Ragnarok, and two Vulcan. Plot twist, we had four Go Underground, three We're Superheroes, and one Superhuman Registration Act. Equipment, we had one of each of the web cartridges, zero attack. Freeze, Daze, and two minus one, minus one counters. And Lokes, the locations, four green, four daily bugle, and four queens. Now, I will admit that this is probably one of the closest to exclusively kitchen table decks I've ever built and ever talked about on the podcast. But we're going to go over strengths and weaknesses anyway, because I think there is something to learn here. You may have noticed between Ultimate Spider-Man and Dormammu in the previous episode that we are all about trying to get as many blue cards defensive pumps as we can in this format. You don't know what you have until it's gone. I really, really find myself missing shock and fine cover in decks like this. Uh, strengths. Spider-Man, with, with average to really, really decent draws, he actually gives himself a ton of time in the game. You're not just dying on five. You're healing down to one or two. You're getting to turn eight, nine, and ten, and you're playing your spider uh, friends and family members. Uh, he has a lot of time, and depending on how you decide to turn the corner, he can actually just take the game over. So, yeah, he has tons of, tons of life, tons of time in the game. He's super easy to level, and his stats at level two actually are really not bad. Pretty good. An 8-8 eight, eight that grows... And if you send him to the back row and you put a web shooter on him, he'll have range, so he won't just be absent from the fight. Really, really good stuff. 
weaknesses. Uh, we actually don't have all seven friends and family members. So if for some reason you don't draw them and you're getting knocked out by aggro or just ways to get wounds on your main character, you're in a bad spot. You're going to have to lean on your curve to bail you out of situations like that. You need really, really heavy hitters, particularly turns five, six, and seven so that you don't just die. And there's also the fact that he doesn't really have any team attackers that he can fight alongside in the format because those guys, most of them just have one health and they're not very good. So he's all alone and he's going to have to shoot from the back row with his web cartridges by himself a lot of the time. Uh, let's pick out some highlight cards here. Um, highlight cards in the in the deck. Uh, definitely go underground. That card is super, super impactful. You're going to find yourself wanting to play that anyway because it's the only real defensive pump in the format. Uh, the web cartridges. I really, really, really enjoy this card. The worst one being zero attack, but if you want your Spider-Man to have range, and you do, uh, you should be playing all four of them. Vulcan. Vulcan is an interesting character because when I first saw that guy, I thought to myself, wow, this is pretty not good. He can't ever get through other eights that don't have superpowers, and he's just a 3-3. Three, three. But I've found myself seeing him not be a 3-3. Three, three. I've seen him attack big guys like Thing, She-Thing, and get really huge. He also gains counters on defense. Super, super playable, in my opinion. Uh, I've definitely changed my tune about that guy. Hulkling. Hulkling's really, really impactful. Uh, get rid of those big surfers. Get rid of that Agamotto. Yeah. And if you have to play him as a 6-6 six, six in the air with three health, I really don't have a problem doing that. And my last card I want to bring up is Ultra Girl. Ultra Girl, 6-5, two health, wings. Gets to take a peek at your opponent's hand. You, re you really can't ask for too much more than that. I've said this before, but yeah, I I'll take the two-health flyer over most other fours, especially that we've seen in the past four or five boxes. And let's talk about upgrades. In the multiverse, in modern, in other formats, you definitely want all seven of your family members. I would actually consider not playing Uncle Ben. You never want to see that guy or play him. But he is an extra life, right? So all seven of them make it. Uh, shock, fine cover, obviously those cards are great in decks like this. I would even move towards ramp. Uh, you really need to play big bombs before you're being threatened and having to play family members due to the Oz formula. So ramp in some form, Mantis, Mirage, Bishop now. Those are what I feel you would need to have in the deck moving forward. And there is also the threat of cards such as Boomerang, or Nullifier getting rid of your Oz formula, and those are bad news for the main character. They're bad news anyway, but for this main character, they could just spell you lose the game. Uh, so keep an eye out for, for hate for that stuff. And I think that's it here for Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, I, I had quite a lot of fun with, with this main character when I tried him out, and being, being that he was my playstyle but had room to grow, I think we can definitely move towards stronger strategies for him in the format i don't think he's down for the count yet next week i think it's time we do one last market watch for the year there's some exciting stuff coming down the pipe 
And I want to try and get everyone's wallet ready for that. So, in the meantime, I'm your host, Bruce, and it's been New York Minute.